hey how's it how's it going um we're gonna pretend like i've been here this whole time it's only been two months surely uh i haven't missed a whole lot i know i have missed a whole lot the world has gone to hell in a handbasket i have lots of notes we have a lot to talk about yes we're gonna talk about russia because it's interesting to me you're probably not gonna like my opinions on it but that's not my problem um we talk about some other stuff some sports stuff what's been going on with you um i have some complaints of course um yeah thanks for tuning in to another episode of none of this goes together um and of course none of this is going to go together so just sit tight and hang out with me so the first order of business is to tell y'all what i've been up to kind of sorta i have been um reclaiming my time I have been getting me together. I've been drinking some low alcohol content wines. I've been drinking tea. I'm drinking tea now, actually. This is the, what am I drinking? This is honey ginger crystals that you usually get from like the Asian market. And I mixed some um, red raspberry tea leaves in it. Shouts out to whoever put that on their TikTok because that's where I get all my good ideas from. Um, just living life, taking deep breaths. Uh, <laughs> And attempting to lose weight, I I bought a treadmill. I've been on it twice. I got to get back on my shit. I might get on it tonight since it's raining and I have nothing else to do. Um, and I'm procrastinating with some other stuff. So that could help with that. Uh, what else? Like I said, oh, I'm going to go right into my complaints. Now, I haven't watched any Hulu. I'm just wasting them little do dollar a month charge. Complete waste. I need to give somebody my account information because I have not watched a single thing on Hulu since the last time I spoke to you about Hulu. Nothing at all. Um, I got rid of Discovery Plus because it was going to go up to like $9 a month or something. I don't know. I don't have Netflix. I know a lot of y'all are complaining about the prices, but hey, they set their own shit. Um, I also don't have Disney. Um, so yeah, I haven't watched any of the good shit that y'all been talking about. I've been thinking about HBO Max, but I don't watch TV enough to justify it. I literally just read Twitter. And I got the gist of Euphoria the same way I did with um, Lovecraft Country. And um, the last couple scenes of Insecure. So there's that. Let me get into some complaints. Now, there's going to be some complaints throughout this because that's how I do. But my first complaint is, um, so with this, uh, first of all, I don't appreciate people trying to blame what's going on in Russia on the inflation because we've literally had um, shipping containers sitting out to sea for months and they told us then hey the price of goods is going to go up not to mention y'all been telling us for months about this um inflation the worst inflation in 40 years since back in october now you want to blame it on what's going on in russia not for me um also further with the cost of goods i don't like how in my area because i'm like between jurisdictions and stuff the cost of goods from one zip code to the next is not the same. And I'm calling out specifically Kroger. Bullshit. Literally from one, two towns over, you're going to pay $2 more for the same 10-pound bag of all-purpose flour. Same brand and everything. Do effing better. Don't y'all got people on strike now? The least you could be doing is treating your customers like equals from state to state. Um, also... Let's talk about, and by the way, it was more expensive in the, I guess you would say, poorer zip code. 
Mm -hmm. And so Kroger does this thing where they have closeout deals, a uh, product that Gus doesn't wasn't selling or they're not going to bring back. They put it on, you know, closeout. Now, I'm not telling you what to set your closeout prices on, but I'm saying again between different zip codes in the same area it should be the same price there was a bottle of barbecue sauce that i did not buy i could tell by the title why it was on closeout it sounded gross um but anyway in the upper echelon area 95 cents for that bottle of barbecue sauce in the lower echelon area 219 as the quote-unquote closeout price yeah not for me not for me they got some bullshit um, any other complaints right off top? No, but I'm sure I'll find some more. So let's get into the next subject. All right, let's get into some flash shit. I'm going to start with the local news and I'm going to branch my way out to Russia. So locally in Georgia, Clayton County's um, chief, what is she? Chief chaplain and chief of staff, Mitzi Bickers is on trial, federal trial. Some about Clayton County folks like to be on trial. And this is coming from a very in-depth article from the Clayton Crescent. I encourage everybody to go find it online and read it. Now, Miss Reverend uh, Apostle uh, Evangelist Vickers, she is a same gender loving pastor. Um, she is on trial, federal, 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 for let's see, two counts of conspiracy to commit bribery, three counts of money laundering, four counts of wire fraud, one count of tampering uh, with a witness or inform or potential witness or informant and one count of filing false tax returns that sounds like a lot of time when you string it all together but they're just in the beginning phases of the trial now apparently during the beginning portions of this trial or when she knew she was under investigation she used the co-worker's phone to call one of the potential witnesses and told them to quote get this shit nipped in the bud mm, okay pastor and then she brought up another potential witness who's um fell in her pool that sounds like a bold ass pimp ass threat miss bickers um so the time frame of when these uh charges these these crimes allegedly took place is when she worked for the city of atlanta with kasim nim who i believe should still be um I, I'm pretty sure they're working on his uh, American Greed episode, but that's just me. Um, but the case is about something that happens or whatever happened while she was working for the city of Atlanta, well, for Kasim's campaign, uh, whatever he was doing. All potential witnesses either worked for the city of Atlanta in some sort of capacity dealing with elections or Kasim directly. And there's two contractors who have already pled guilty uh, for paying bribes to try to secure favorable contracts with the city. So Ms. Bickers, girl, um, I don't know what to tell you, but um, it sounds like they got the evidence that they need to lock your ass on up. Something else local I want to talk about. Y'all remember months ago, maybe it was last year when I first started this um, podcast, and I told y'all about these damn spiders that came over here from Asia, the Joro spiders. It looked like big banana spiders. Well, they are expanding their territory further out. So they're not just uh, Atlanta area, Georgia thing. They have basically taken over the state of Georgia and they're pushing further into, I believe, Tennessee and parts of South Carolina. 
Now they're trying to tell us that this damn spider is not um it's venomous because all spiders are venomous, but it's not poisonous. But who gives a shit? It's a spider. Now these things parachute down out of the, the sky and their webs can be 10 feet deep. Not high, not wide, 10 feet deep. Sir, what? Now, because the Joro spider is not native to this area, it's considered off-top an invasive species. But the reason that folks not really panicking, when I say folks, I mean people who study this kind of stuff, they're not panicking because the Joro spider is an invasive species that is helping us control another invasive species which causes more damage. Joro spiders don't do nothing but be big and, ye and yellow um, and have big spider webs. The thing about it is, they eat um, brown marmorated stink bugs. Now, stink bugs, I don't know what that is. I don't know what a brown marmorated one is. Oh, let's see. Hold on. I got resources. Brown marmorated. Oh, there it is. Ew. Oh, those things. Okay, I've seen those all the time. I didn't know that was invasive. But anywho, what stink bugs do is they wipe out entire crops of... Um, peaches, apples, they like tomatoes, peppers, corn. Um, and so the Jural spider is a natural predator of the stink bug. It's like the only thing that can keep that population in order. Well, the thing is nothing eats Jural spiders, I don't think. I don't think. So there will be a lot more of them as um, it warms up. So uh, God bless you. I don't know. God bless. But yeah, I don't, I still don't like them. I would prefer to not see them ever. Whatever magic they do, do it when I'm not outside. Please and thank you. Okay, this portion of the program is going to be lengthy. Lengthy because this Russia shit runs deep. Okay, it runs deep for a lot of reasons. One, because for the most part, these politicians are full of shit. Two, I happen to have studied a little bit of Russian and Eastern European history way back in the day. And it is a topic that I am unnecessarily um, interested in and invested in. I have a lot of complaining in between these notes, okay? I have two pages of notes here, front and back. Um, none. It's probably not going to be like in an order that makes sense, but y'all been rocking with me for a while. You know what it is. Okay, so let's get started. Now, I want to preface this by giving you the country names that made up the United States. Um, the What is it? Hold on, I'm about to get the shit wrong already. The USSR. Way back in the day when I was in kindergarten, there was still the Soviet Union. That's how old I am. And um, no, there wasn't. Well, why did they have it on our globe? Oh, we had an old globe. Anyway, so yeah, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. These are the countries that made that up. So you have Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, Georgia, Azerbaijan, Armenia, um, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Moldova, Turkmenistan, Tajikistan, Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia. Okay. All right. So let's get into Russia. So Russia developed from a lot of different um, other kingdoms and czardoms and dominions, whatever you want to call it. You had um, Kivan Rus. You had uh, the Grand Duchy of, Mos of Moscow or Moscovy. You had the Tsardom of Russia, Imperial Russia. And then you had the, the revolutions that brought you into Soviet Russia. Okay. But throughout that time, the Russian border, the, the borders of that state included a large 
part of the Ukraine. Um, mostly because Russia needed some warm water ports and that's easier access in Ukraine versus anywhere else in Russia. You think Siberia, they don't have warm water ports year round. So that's always been important to them. Um, but also from an ethnic standpoint, a lot of people in those sections still consider themselves to be ethnically Russian or whatever they say it is. Okay. Okay. So let's talk really quick. I know I'm jumping topics, but I said already I was going to do that. Let's talk about this gas. And he spoke lying about the gas. So gas prices are stupid and people are trying to blame it on this Russian conflict. Um, no, Russia gives us only maybe 20% of gas, but that's the, the, the power that bees faults because we could have, had we not been in bed with Russia and getting 20% of, of our gas from them, we could have been getting our gas from Venezuela. Remember our good friends, Venezuela, that had all that damn gas and them folk told America that we couldn't buy the gas from Venezuela. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Venezuela ain't making no noise. They are now trying to get back in bed with the US, trying to use the, U, the Russian situation as a, a lobbying tactic to um, suspend the embargo that the previous administration put on them so that we can get their gas for cheap as opposed to having this quote unquote shortage of gas, which isn't really a shortage. It's just a price gas situation. But anyway, um, oh, I wasn't supposed to talk about Venezuela just yet, but that's okay, we'll, we'll keep going. What else? Oh, this Brittany Griner situation. If you don't know, Brittany Griner is a, um, WNBA player who, because they make peanuts in WNBA, she, in the off season, which is during regular NBA season, she's always overseas making her coin playing basketball over there. I know she's gone to a couple other countries. Somehow this year she ended up in Russia. Okay. Okay. Somehow she ends up getting detained for a vape and quote unquote marijuana. I don't know if that is even true, but that's what they said now. And they told us they had her ass locked up in the gulag, but they told us like a month later. So her wife is, you know, working with some Senator Collins, somebody to try to get her released. Now, everybody wants to jump in arms and say, oh, the, the government has to get involved. You and I both know the government is not getting involved to release no black woman from nowhere, especially not no gay black woman from nowhere. And um, unfortunately for Brittany Griner, she is not just a black woman, but she is also a same gender loving black woman. They don't like none of that over there. Um, do I want her back on safer soil? Absolutely. Do I think they may make her do some time over there? Absolutely. So we'll just see um, what happens with that. I'm going to talk about gas again in just a minute. Okay, let's go back. I was talking about gas prematurely because I got excited. You remember our friend Alex Saab? Okay, Alex Saab was friends with Maduro or some kind of businessman, somebody in the government with Venezuela who got caught in Cabo Verde um, getting on his private plane um, going to, I forgot where he was going, to exchange gold for fuel so they could try to make a profit because the people over there are starving and all that stuff. Okay. Um, part of the um, abject poverty and the, you know, worthlessness of their money is because of the um, Hoggish Greeley administration's um, embargo and sanctions against Venezuela, basically forcing them to sell their government, their public-owned oil companies to private-owned oil companies. 
Um, and so Venezuela did a lot of things in return, one of which was to detain a whole bunch of private American citizens down there. Right, right. So uh, with this um, fool-la-la going on in Russia and the United States getting involved, and I'll talk about my frustration with that later, um, Venezuela just randomly decided to release two of the six Americans that they are holding hostage, essentially. Um, and I think this is just so that the U.S. will purchase gas from them. Now, would this gas be cheap? I don't know. Would this gas be effective? I don't know. But people are acting like Russia was our only source of gas, even though it wasn't. Um, and this price gouging with the gas prices um, may lead people to want to um, purchase gas from Venezuela, which might put pressure on the government to release those sanctions. But my thinking is, if they release those sanctions, would they then have to do something else with Saab's case? Maybe, maybe not, because they claim that the Saab case is about some other shit. Remember the $10 million project, housing project, or like a $100 million project that never got done. But anyway, also speaking of this gas, um, ooh, I wrote it down. Yes, okay, so several states are trying to ease the uh, stress of putting gas in your car. Now, out in California, it's like six, $7 a gallon. Here, I'm complaining about four. You know what I'm saying? But um, let's see. One state, I think it was Michigan. Was it Michigan or Minnesota? Some One state up in the Midwest has suspended the state tax on gas. And I don't know how long it's for, but there were several governors who were talking about suspending the state tax um, temporarily to help ease the stress of buying gas. Now, there have also been some governments or some governors who are talking to Washington about suspending the federal um, taxes on gasoline to the end of the year to help with this unnecessary um, premeditated jump on the prices. Um, old Gavin Newsom out in California is thinking about some sort of tax rebate program for his citizens um, because the gas is absolutely outrageous. It's jumping 16, 17 cents a night for no reason other than greed greed that's it um but let me come back because i got some more to talk about about some other stuff dealing with russia okay okay so let's talk about putin for a minute because somehow these world powers think that they can do what they want with putin they need to tread lightly he is a little louder than that man over north korea but just as deadly just as serious putin has a history of doing all kinds of foul shit to get his way. He's been in, in charge of stuff for decades. He literally worked his way up through his political party and then basically was running the government even when he wasn't running the government directly. Um, he's been in control over there for decades. He was a prime, no, I'm sorry. He was the head of something, Unity Russia or Russia United or something like that. He was the president of Russia um, for eight years from 2000 to 2008 then he became the prime minister and Dmitry medvedev became the president i guess he didn't fucking like how medvedev was running his shit so he got rid of medvedev some kind of way and then he became president again since 2012. um so yeah but even when medvedev was in office he was a prime minister basically still running the shots and still this man has been in charge of the national security for his country the national police for his country he does big shit. he allegedly poisons journalists long distance 
the man is not to be fooled with. And um, one thing I have to give this man credit for, he does not pump fake. If he says, I'm going over there to do X, Y, and Z, and whoever gets in my way, I'm wiping them off the map. He means that. He told the UN or wherever he was, you're not, you won't even have enough time to blink. What? I need y'all to stop playing with this man and, and trying to handle him with soft lust, if you're handling him at all. If you're going to go into this thing, you have to understand he is not, um, well, I can't say he's, he's not stable, but he's sturdy. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he stands 10 toes down for what he wants. Um, and he crazy and he don't care, especially not about no America. I think it's interesting that China is trying to, um, sidle up slightly with the Americans because I know for a fact, China and Russia in bed on a lot of stuff. Um, that's interesting. And, um, but yeah, the, the sanctions are so slow. It's like y'all wait a month later to decide. You telling us you're going to get involved, but you do nothing. And then you come with all these sanctions that I don't think affect Vladimir Putin at all. Do they affect Russian citizens? I think so. Do Does he care about the Russian people? I, I don't think so. And that's why Hoggish Greeley was, was such a fan of his and so in love with him because he did what he wanted to do. He said what he wanted to say. And he didn't give a shit about nobody else. Um totalitarianism cloaked as democracy and that's really what them folk over there like so this is right up their alley yeah so okay let's talk about ukraine um ooh. do i care that's what i want to get to now I care as much about the Ukrainians, and I know people are going to get upset about this, but just whatever. I care as much about the Ukrainians as they cared about the African immigrants and African students that they refused to allow to leave the war-torn cities before the Russians got there. Equal amounts. That's how much I care. Um, they had my heartstrings for like a solid weekend, and then I saw some shit, and I was like, mm, okay. And I also think it's shitty that they've gone into Africa to try to recruit militias knowing how they treat the black people that's already there so you want me to come and die for you you want it to be easier for the russians to identify the enemy because the russians are already saying they don't know who to shoot because they all look alike but you wouldn't let my folks get on the trains to get to safety and poland also poland was on some bullshit not letting the black folks in who you knew clearly were there to get out of harm's way but this is what they did to the syrians this is not about peace and all of that the way that they're treating the black people there it's it's still what it is it's still us versus them you would rather deal with the russians than us you know help you whatever not not my prop it's not my prop the, the thing in the ukraine is unfortunate but it ain't none of my damn business oh sorry about that i went off on a tangent now how do i feel about the u.s getting involved the u.s does not have a dog in this fight the U.S. cannot afford to have a dog in this fight. Um, this is a fractured, raggedy, low-down, toe-up country. We need to focus on our own shit. Um, I don't under, I don't appreciate how fast Washington sent them people that much money. Um, all these homeless people out here, all these people that are fighting financially since the beginning of COVID, um, a lot of more people living below or at the poverty line that have never lived there before. The poverty being what it is, um, dilapidated roadways, bridges, 
schools they could be focusing on, um, teachers living in abject poverty. Uh, let's see, the medical debt, student loans we fighting for, because I believe in May is when we're supposed to start paying them back. Hmm. Um, yeah, but you have billions of dollars to send over there. Excuse me? Excuse me? You still complaining about people not working and not wanting to go to work and, and all this other kind of shit. You have all these complaints and all these things that your money could fix, but you would rather send your money over there. And we're supposed to be okay with it. I'm not okay with it. Now, we had to fight tooth and nail for the three stimulus packages that we got for from people who have second and third homes, from people who don't work the same days of the week that we work, go on vacation every turnaround. We had to fight tooth and nail to barely survive from those people, but they had no problem quickly signing off paperwork to send money and aid over to the Ukraine. 5,000 miles away, but you can't help the people down the street in DC. I'm not with it. I, I, I'm not with it. And since we know so much about the Ukraine, let's focus on some other stuff. Does anybody know what's going on with this Tigray crisis? And these airstrikes between Ethiopia and Eritrea? Anybody know what's going on in Uganda? Did you know that the, UP, the UN uh, is making Uganda pay the Democratic Republic of the Congo $325 million in reparations from the, the conflict they had between 1998 and 2003? It's a lot of money for four years. You know what's going on in the Ituri province and in, in the DR of the Congo? You know about the Sahel conference uh, conflict that's already still going on and how it spread um, into uh, or from Mali and Burkina Faso, Nigeria, and it's spreading southbound to include Benin. You know about how Benin and Burkina Faso are, are in conflict. And you know how these Russian sanctions are affecting um, the economy in Africa, how they're affecting the cost of wheat, the cost of bread, the cost of goods over there. How much money are you sending over to Africa to try to combat some of that? I'm just saying there are other things that we should be focusing on. I, I'm not saying that the Ukrainians are not important, but I'm saying from my perspective, not my business. Okay, that sounds really insensitive. I get that. Um, but I just don't think that the United States has the footing to try to control another country um, and minimize the dominance that they want to um, impress upon the world. The United States has been bombing other countries since its inception. If, if Russia can't have the Ukraine, then the United States should not have the Virgin Islands, the Samoan Islands, the Philippines, well, not the Philippines, but still the Philippines, um, and any other quote-unquote territories. It's the same shit. It's the same shit. And I feel that the Ukrainian, um, I guess they're refugees now, should be given the same treatment that, that the United States has given all of the African migrants, um, refugees, uh, whether they were, you know, middle quote-unquote Middle Eastern, North African, or from the major African continent. I just don't see the same way y'all treat them people running for their lives from Central and South America. That's how you should be handling the Ukrainians. Point blank period. Oh, I forgot this one point. Okay. Okay. We talked about the gas a couple times. Let's go back to it this last time. You remember way back when I first started doing this and we talked about the Russian pipeline and how Miss Angela Merkel, the chancellor at the time of Germany, had no problem publicly not saying shit about whether or not um she supported the un making putin stop working on it because it was like 98 percent finished and um 
they decided finally to stop letting him <laughs> finish the pipeline. So in doing that, they basically choked, they forced Russia to, or I guess they were able to stop Russia's dominance in terms of extracting oil from wherever they were getting oil from, which has come into play in terms of A, the sanctions against purchasing Russian oil, but also the sanctions um, in uh, not allowing countries to sell oil and stuff to Russia. Just want to throw that in there and see how all this shit works together. You see, you see, you see, it's all politics. Okay, finally, we are done talking about all that shit. We can talk about some other stuff. Let's talk about sports because a lot of sports happened since the last time I spoke to you. And I'm not going to go back and redo all of them. But I don't remember whether or not the last episode came out before or after the national championship, the, the college national football championship. If it did, oh well. Um, I believe that Alabama was completely outplayed and... Um, I think embarrassed by Georgia. Am I happy for the Bulldogs? No, because I'm not a Bulldogs fan. But I think it's cool that a team, a non-Alabama team won, even though I love Alabama. I love Nick Saban. Yeah, I know. Whatever. I love Nick Saban. And I feel that Alabama will be back next year. Also, talking about college football, uh, who's who's that child I don't like, y'all, from Oklahoma? The quarterback that transferred to South Carolina. Um, Spencer. Spencer, Yeah. I'm not a fan of it, but I'm trying to withhold too much judgment until after I see him play. I'm not going to be happy with the spring game. I'm going to have to wait until next fall to see him in action before I decide whether or not I'm cool with it. Yeah, because I'm just not. Uh, no. Um, and NFL, I told y'all all season long that the Rams were going to the Super Bowl. And damn it, they did. And damn it, they won. And I'm happy for them. I'm glad they won. Odell got a ring. He actually got a, a Nice touchdown before the injury, even though he's he's got a long road of recovery. I think it's is it at ACL or something like that. Um, kudos to uh, Matt Stafford because people talked hella shit about him when he was in Detroit, even though he had no one to throw to, pass to, no protection. He came to L.A. and he got it done. The halftime show was amazing. It was so it urban, leave it like that. Um, I love the the synchronized crip walking and whatever they was doing. I loved it. Even I'm not the biggest Kendrick Lamar fan, but even I enjoyed his performance. Mary was up there looking good as hell with the boots and the matching and the wig, and it was it was everything. I loved it. Um, I didn't realize that it was such like it seemed like it was so short the halftime performance, but I was into it. I loved it, and the game was the game was good. So yeah, that's. Oh, wait, no, no, no. This Russell Wilson trade to the Denver Broncos that he had to sign off on. He had to waive his no trade clause to get up out of there. I think it'll work. I think it'll work. It's going to be weird seeing him in those ugly ass uniforms. But, you know, I think it could work. I'm excited to see what that's going to look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the NBA regular season is like two-thirds of the way through, um, and we've got some standings. Let me see, because I wrote this the other night because um, I was supposed to come on and record, but I didn't. So let me go to the website, and I'll read them off to you, 1 through 10, East and West. Who has some good tea? Okay. East, we got Miami, Milwaukee, Philly, Chicago, Boston, Cleveland, Toronto, uh, Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Atlanta. And on the West, we got Phoenix, uh, Memphis, Golden State, Utah, 
Dallas, Denver, Minnesota, Clippers, Lakers, and Pelicans. Mm. So in trade news, of course, I have all the trades. I don't care. CJ McCollum leaving Portland and coming to the New Orleans uh, Pelicans, I think is huge humongous. Now, I'm not the biggest CJ McCollum fan. And I think that as far as for Portland, I think this is like five seasons too late. I really think that this is way too late for them to make. They should have made this trade seasons ago. Um, but um, I, I'm sad that Josh Hart is going to Portland because I like Josh Hart and I just, I'm not watching Portland play. I'm sorry. Um, I thought CJ was a little petty to call Zion out for not speaking to him um, at the All-Star weekend festivities. But then I thought it was strange that then after all these articles came out about the fact that he hadn't spoken to him, then to be like, well, don't judge him. He's young. No, you should have handled that in-house. Um, you called the man out and then you're telling us not to talk about the fact that you called him out or that he hadn't spoken to you. Weird. Um, like I said, I'm sad about Josh Hart because Portland is just sticking up the joint. But maybe, maybe there'll be some spark there. I don't know. The Pelicans play really well with CJ McCollum, even though tonight, He's officially out on uh, COVID protocols, but he'll be back in like five days, I think, if he's vaccinated. I don't know his business like that. Um, what else? The trade. Simmons to Brooklyn with Seth Curry and some others, and then Harden to Philly. It's petty. It's spicy. It is the reason I watch sports, okay? Because no, nobody's pettier than a man. Ben Simmons has been in his feelings since Philly fans booed him to shit and talked about him all summer long. And then he didn't want to work on the things that he needed to work on. And Doc told him to take his ass home. Um, Harden, uh, he did what he normally does. He comes up, he shows up looking fat. And um, But to Harden's credit, though, like, KD's, you know, injured. And then the whole thing with Kyrie only playing, like, a quarter of the games. It's it's weird. Um, I don't know who I think won that. I, I mean, because... I don't know. I mean, Brooklyn still has Kevin Durant, who is still Kevin Durant. And I think that Brooklyn has some other pieces. So I think that they're going to have a better season. Although I love Philly. I love me some Doc Rivers. Um, the thing with Philly, though, is that James Harden has to have the ball. Like, he's ball dominant. And I think that Joel Embiid has to be their ball dominant player for them to have legitimate chance. I think Tobias Harris, the game I saw when they played each other, by the way, Brooklyn beat the shit out of Philly. But anyway... Um, Tobias Harris, I, did he play? It was, it was so weird. Um, I don't think he knows now what his place is because it was, you know, I mean, he still, he was still third option before, but I just, it don't look right. It don't look right. Um, you don't look right. So let's move on. Let's talk about the teams that I'd be watching. Chicago. Oh, they started out so strong. They've got some key injuries that Patrick Williams, um, Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball. The thing with Lonzo Ball is that knee is still not healed right. And uh, I believe Donovan was talking about, oh, yeah, he's running, he's doing this. But now you're saying that there's still a delay in his return. Season's going to be over in like a month. So hopefully they get him back and get him worked in before the playoffs start. Um, hopefully they don't slip too far in the standings. They're, they're number four now. But I would hate for them to have to do the play-in route. The Hornets, oh, my God, Jesus. They won by a lot today, but then again, they played the Pelicans without C.J. McCollum. So they don't get credit for that. I'm sorry. They can't close games. And it's just, 
ugly to watch. Like it's, I don't, something going on in the locker room. Maybe it's the coach. I think it's the coach. Um, it's just been very rough. They had a very disastrous fall from grace before the all-star game and it hasn't really gotten any better. Um, they're currently in the ninth place. I think they're like seven games behind the sixth place. I would love for them to not have to go to the play-in because last year they were one and out against the Pacers. I would love for them to not have to go the play-in route, but we don't know. They got like 14 games left, so we'll see. Um, Atlanta Hawks, I'm still not paying them any attention. Just, no. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies are turning the heat up. John Morant is playing He's sickening, really. It's it's just it gets on your nerves. He's so good, and I love watching him play. I love his energy. The Memphis Grizzlies are like a rough, abrasive kind of a team, and I like it. I like it. There's Desmond Bain. He's really good. Jaron Jackson Jr. Dylan Brooks. He good. Uh, they have Stephen Adams, who I love, and even the rookie who went to school with um, LeBron's son. Um, Zaire, Zaire Williams. He also is having a damn good season. Memphis, what I say they are? Number two? Let me go back to the list. Are they number two in the West? They are number two in the West um, behind the Suns, who are going to slip a little bit, I think, because Chris Paul is out. I forgot what his injury is. I ain't paying that much attention. But, um, yeah, Memphis is they doing what they need to do. Uh, Golden State, uh, Lord, I can't talk. Golden State Warriors, ooh, slip and falling, got to get up and get back on your feet so you can rip shit up. Uh, Steph, it should, uh, besides the last game, he had 30 points the last game they played. Besides that, he ain't doing much of nothing. Um, Clay's not shooting well. I think, I don't know if it's injury-based. I think it's all in Clay's head, really. That's just my personal opinion. Draymond's out. He's clearly the glue guy. You can really see how important um, Draymond is to the team because they they looking a little shabby out there. But they're still in what third, fourth place? I keep looking third place, and I think they got to get their shit together. But I think they still are um, outside the realm of a plan. I think they're 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 going to get it together. Who the Los Angeles Lakers? My 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 God. I, I watch them for entertainment purposes only. This team ain't doing nothing. Besides tonight, where they beat who they beat? The Wizards. Um and LeBron had 50 points, which I enjoyed. Um I really watch the Lakers though, honestly, just so that I can have an intro to Pastor James Worthy, because they they he dies a little bit after every loss. And I like James Worthy. But watching him try to make sense of this Lakers season is funny to me. It, the post-game rebuke is everything. Um, I don't know if they're going to make the play-in. They got like 16 games left. They got to play the Wizards again. Uh, they got to play Phoenix twice. They have not beat Phoenix all year. They play the Raptors twice. They play the Timberwolves. They're one and two against them. They play the Cavs. Um, they played the Sixers. They lost to them earlier this year. They played the Pelicans twice. They lost to the Pelicans this year. The audacity. They played Dallas again. They're one and one against Dallas. They play the Jazz again. Now, they have beat Utah twice this season already, so that's good. Uh, they played the Nuggets. They lost to them earlier. No, they played the Nuggets twice. Um, they got to play Golden State again. They're one and two against Golden State. And they got to play OKC, and they're one and two against OKC, which has to hurt. Um, 
Right now, they're nine games behind sixth place. Oh, by the way, Mr. Softy, you know who he is, is out again. He's injured again for another month and a half or two months or whatever. Talking about before, quote unquote, he's back. Their season's going to be over before he's back. Their season technically, I think, is over now, but it's just a formality at this point. Um, but yeah, that's the Lakers. Foolishness. Um, and the Pelicans... Like I said, they got C.J. McCollum. Now, C.J. does look good on the court with B.I. and Jonas Valanciunas. It, it seems to be working. Um, I don't know why they're rushing Zion back. They might as well just get him together for the next season. Um, they're in 10th place. They got 16 games left or 15 games left now because they just lost to the Hornets. So we'll see what comes of that. But, yeah, that's all the basketball, professional basketball. We got some college hoops to talk about coming up next. Okay, I had to clear my throat and get some tea on this next section. Let me start off with a complaint. Disney, if you're listening, the next Black History Month that you preside over NCAA games, don't let your ass come up here with no five games on prime television the entire month. It was piss poor. I didn't appreciate it. I'm going to be complaining all fucking year. Don't try this shit next year. Now, let's get into the HBCU conferences um, and, and look at their championships. Now, some of these conferences are still ongoing, and their championship games are tonight or this afternoon. You know what I mean? So, Gulf Coast Academic, oh, Lord, look at me, Gulf Coast Athletic Conference. The conference champions are the Rust College Lady Bearcats and the Tougaloo College Men's Bulldogs. Um, and both of those teams have an automatic bid into the NAIA National Tournament, which I think started this weekend. I didn't look. I might look later. The SIAC that I named, S-A-I-C, uh, you have something special going on. The Benedict College Men's Tigers won, and also the Benedict College Lady Tigers won. So that's cool that, that both teams from the same school won. But also, Benedict College beat the undefeated Savannah State. The women, the undefeated Savannah State, they end up losing in the championship to Benedict College. Congratulations to that school. And let's go down to the MEAC. Now, MEAC is um, ongoing right now, or today, you had Norfolk beating Morgan State for the men and Coppin State defeating, uh, upsetting North Carolina Central. And then for the women, you had Howard beating Maryland Eastern Shore and Norfolk again beating Morgan State again. So championship games start today at 1 p.m. You have Norfolk women versus Howard women and Coppin State men versus Norfolk State men. I wonder if Norfolk State can pull it off and do the same thing Benedict did. Um, and let's see, the CIAA, you have the Fayetteville State men's Broncos and the Lincoln University of Pennsylvania women's Lions, or Lady Lions, I'm sorry, winning the championship there. And SWAC, their conference uh, championship is ongoing. So uh, Friday, you had Texas Southern defeating Grambling for the men and Alcorn defeating Alabama A&M for the men. And for the women, you had Alabama State defeating Grambling and Jackson State beating Southern. And their championship games start today at 1 p.m. So you have for the men, Texas Southern versus Alcorn State, Alabama State versus Jackson State. Not bad. Now let's talk about the other basketball teams in college that I follow. South Carolina men's season is over, of course. They got their asses handed to them against Mississippi State. They lost 73-57 in, I think, the first round of the playoffs. Pittsburgh men also lost in the first round. They lost to Boston College. 
Duke beat Miami Friday, thank the Lord. Excuse me. And now today, they're playing Virginia Tech. Another um, another difficult game on Saturday for the, the win. Also, let's talk really quick. I'm jumping around. Coach K's last game was some bullshit. The last, the last uh, regular season game at Cameron Indoor on Coach K court. Foolish. Who scheduled UNC for that game? Never do. Why would you do that? We, they should have played um, a non-conference game, you know, Loyola Marymount or some, something easy. Why would you do that to Coach K? Anyway, jumping back off my soapbox. The South Carolina women surprisingly lost the SEC championship to Kentucky. I am still in mourning. They're still going to go to the NCAA tournament because that was their second loss of the year. But the audacity. I know Don Staley is pissed. I hope she lights fire into them girls, uh, Lee and them. Hey, hey, get it together. But I guess congratulations. To, I guess congratulations to Kentucky, whatever. And for Conference Carolina, which is um, the conference that Francis Mary belongs to, neither one of them touched the playoffs because they had a rough season. But the Belmont Abbey men and the Barton College women won that championship and an automatic bid to the NCAA Division II uh, tournament. I got something else over here about basketball. Hold on one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the schools I'll be watching in the NCAA Division II playoffs are not watching but paying attention to uh, for the men, Fayetteville State, UNC Pembroke, um, <coughs> excuse me, Belmont Abbey, Miles College, and Savannah State. And for the women, Lincoln of PA, Georgia, Southwestern, just because, uh, Barton College, Benedict College, and Savannah State. Yeah, that's on the basketball. I didn't realize it's literally been a year since I started doing this. I mean, I haven't regularly. We're not going to give me perfect attendance, but I started this last year. Remember we talked about March Madness last year. So pretty cool. Selection Sunday is, shit, is it tomorrow? When is Selection Sunday? Hold on. Yes, it is tomorrow. So, you know, it'll be damn near a year since we started watching these games together and me giving you my unsolicited opinions. That's pretty cool. But anyway, uh, <laughs> let's talk about the other sports that I've been half-assed paying attention to. Um, Atlanta United, there are only two matches in. The season just started, but we're already in seventh place. We have three points. The number one team has six points. So just, you know, we ain't bad off, but. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks still struggling, still in seventh place in the Central Division. They're 21, 30, and 8, if you forgot. 21 wins, 30 losses, and 8 losses in overtime. Um, They beat somebody 8-3 to three the other day, but it didn't matter because they came back next game and lost. So there's that. Uh, I have not been paying any attention whatsoever to lacrosse. It's boring. Um, but Georgia Swarm, which is the, the team here, uh, they are five and six. They're in fifth place in the Eastern Conference, so they're struggling. Baseball. I did not think that the the um <laughs> that there were going to be any canceled games. I was wrong. They had to cancel some early shit. Um, but finally, the CBA went through. I'm not sure whose side won. I didn't pay that much attention. Uh, baseball. Their CBA is pretty strong. That's why they make a bajillion dollars. Um, so at least we're still getting a full season. Go Braves. Okay, so I know next to nothing about the stock market, but I do know that Amazon months ago announced that they were going to split their stock 
but they didn't say how much. And then last week they said it's going to be 20 to one stock. So basically if you have one stock at Amazon, they split it and you have now have 20 stocks on Amazon, but the value of the stock did not decrease. So you're like sitting on money and they are buying back $10 billion worth of stock. I don't know why they would do that or who that benefits besides the people who already had stock in, in Amazon. So, um, yeah, kudos to you. All right. So that's all the news I have for you. Um, I look forward to getting back into the swing of this. I do enjoy telling you my unsolicited opinions on stuff. Um, I just got to work it back into my life. I do like it. Oh, wait, I did have one more update because I looked. The NI NAIA basketball tournament is already ongoing. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the um, two glue college men, their season is done. They lost to Arizona Christian. Um, but the Rust College women, they're still in that thing. They beat who they beat? Cumberlands. And so today they play Southeastern, which is a college out in Florida somewhere. So there's that. Other than that, I'm looking forward to all the college hoops on today. There is so much. Um, I'm looking forward to what else is going on this week? I think that's it. Just, you know, it's March and it's about to get crazy. And I'm sure, you know, as the world turns, I have some more updates for you. Um, sh listen to all the other episodes, anchor.fm slash razzle dazzle. Also check it out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. Um, and I'll talk to you guys later. Stay safe and all that and um, get gas the cheapest that you can. Amen.